You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many yeah, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. All right, folks. Welcome back to this Mount Muswire uh, podcast, Hoops version. Yes, you're getting all the podcasts this week. I believe this is number three, if my math is correct, Andy, because um, that's what we do here. We do the podcasts, right? Yeah, and we're finally back for basketball. We've had a few uh, health issues, a few scheduling quirks, a few on both sides. Crap, I slept yeah, through my I alarm. Fe- I, 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 I fell asleep one time. That <laughs> so happened. did I, essentially, one night. So <laughs> not a big deal. We're here. So website, mwr, yep. mwr.com. That's okay. We got it. We didn't. They can always check our written stuff. So we have a bunch of new basketball writers, which is awesome. We have our buddy Sean. We have Austin doing some Nevada stuff. So we got plenty of good, uh, good content going out there. You got you doing power rankings and some other random stuff. Um, Larry's doing, I guess, a gold star thing, which um, we're trying to figure it out because it's hard to do those. Like last year, where he did like the player of the year of the week, but when teams are playing cancellations, not playing, it's hard to make it equitable. And I figured that out in football, where I'm gonna have to go like a per game point basis is a real fair shot because eight games to four games, you only have four chances to make the list. So we got stuff on the side. That's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it's, there's a lot of great stuff there. And so it's been a, it's been a fun few weeks to start the season. It's been kind of a down year though for the mountain West. You think so overall it's been down? Is it because you don't know yeah. very good? <laughs> well, I mean, that's I'll, I'll bring the shots it, now. But... I'll bring it now. I'll shoot the well, fire. And, you know, having one of its more exciting younger teams in Colorado State not being able to play for the first couple weeks, having Utah State sort of come out slow out the gate, and Boise State not making a great first impression, although they've been better since. I don't know. It's just hasn't the league hasn't really had a chance outside of one team in particular to really make a statement. And of course the one team you haven't really mentioned is San Diego state who is we'll great. There. We'll get there though. But yeah, but I mean, overall, I think when you look past the number one team, the league has been a little bit of a disappointment so far, but it's, you know, it's a, it's a weird season. Um, I just wonder if, I don't know if they've already, you know, lost a chance to get 
uh, an at-large bid for another team here or or what? But I don't wait, know. We'll, we'll, wait, we'll get wait, into wait, some wait, of the teams wait. here. Hold on. Okay. The Wyoming Cowboys right. are six and one, pal. They had the most wins of the conference. <laughs> we will talk about Wyoming's wins in a moment, sir. I have some opinions Good. about Wyoming's wins. All right. So here's what you brought up a great idea. This is kind of a overview, overview of what's happened because we've um, it's been a couple weeks since we've been around. So again, we apologize for hoops fans. Keep seeing the podcast feeds. Oh, it's stupid Matt and Jeremy doing football again. Give me some hoops. But we'll get you caught up. And again, the schedule's being weird. Like right now, the Rebels, they're pausing. Coach TJ Olsenberger has um, COVID as well at the moment. So they're not doing anything for a while. But what's going to go through our reverse power rankings, our staff are together. But Andy wrote up some blurbs about each team. And that's how we'll treat this particular show. And hopefully going forward, we'll do about basically, our goal is basically once a week. Because there's enough games spread out. We got this series. Is it, is it series or series? How do I say that? Series? I think it's just series. I don't know. I was an English teacher and this one still gets past me. Uh, I'm wow. pretty sure the plural of series is just series spelled <laughs> the same way and said the same way. It's like deer. Yeah. My, yeah or just, pants. Just put the apostrophe at the end. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, do, whatever feel, do whatever feels right. <laughs> okay. One of those words. That's perfectly fun. All right. So let's get to it. Who is number 11? No okay. shock. But you got to listen in front of you. Who do we got here? We got San Jose State. Which and, they- and you hate you hate to see him here. Uh, so they're coming in with 25 points. So uh, just a, a quick recap. Uh, we had 10 voters this week. Uh, and so out of 11 teams, you know, if you get a first place vote, you get 11 points. If you get a last place vote, you get one point. Uh, so San Jose State's coming in with 25 points. They were 11th place last week as well in our first power rankings um not a great start yeah it happens they're still i don't want to say it's always the rebuilding for um john prelude there but it's tough because they're here's a couple for what their season's gone through so far as you know if you've been paying attention to football the football team can't play football at home they're actually the mount West football title game in unlv because they can't come back home they had to go to hawaii this game got moved just outside. Well, the upcoming game, I guess. The game's been canceled. Um, who's SIM? Simpson University Redhawks. Man, that would have been a victory. I can tell. They don't have a logo when I click on their name. That was a clear victory, right? <laughs> no. Yeah. Logo. Well, did that game get played? I don't no, even got remember. Can- no, it got canceled. That that one got canceled. Okay. Pepperdine Pacific, which dude, I think those have been competitive games, maybe split, possibly. Pepperdine's pretty good because weren't they? Pepperdine's pretty good. I don't yeah. know if San Jose State would have yeah. won. I mean, Pacific's pretty good, too. Okay. I like Damon Stoudemire out there oh, coaching right. that team. Up. I was thinking Pepperdine yeah, where they led versus Aztecs. Aztecs rolled back. So, But it would have been a good challenge. Like, But they, they yeah. beat whoever FRP is. I don't know who that is. That's a no, no logo. Fresno team. Pacific. That is a Fresno Pacific. What division are they? Do you know? D2. <laughs> okay. That's good. Yeah, not, not an NAI team. I, I assumed that, you know, maybe it was an NAI team. Mm. Sorry, you know, no no disrespect to Fresno Pacific. I'm just not as as uh, up to date on my D2 and D3 schools as I should be. But, okay. uh, but yeah, okay. San, Jose State, San Jose State got past them. You know, um, they did not get past St. Mary's. <laughs> no, as a blowout, a 96-61. Cal Poly, 75-71. Um, yeah, that that one's tough because you know you you want to beat a Cal Poly because they're not even really a, you know a top tier Big West team necessarily. So losing a game like that isn't super encouraging, um, and that's kind of why they're they're down here at the bottom. I think um, 
Also, Seneca Knight ha- hasn't really been the explosive mm. star. It's really been Richard Washington who's been stepping up the most. Uh, Omari Moore has been pretty good. Uh, but I think if Seneca Knight can kind of step up and, and get to where he was before and, you know, really get to that all-league all form, mm-hmm. I think the team, you know, I'm not saying they're going to get to sixth or fifth or anything like that. But hey, maybe they'll crawl up to something like eighth or ninth if they can score a couple good wins in a series. We'll see when they get to play at home, though, because like you mentioned, the football team can't play at home. The basketball team also cannot play at home. Definitely. Also, one quick thing in that game, Paul, I'm looking through because I didn't watch the game because a lot of games going on and whatever. They actually have like a 10 point lead throughout the first half. Like they're at 20 to 10. They're up between anywhere yeah. from six to 12 and- points. And then it just slowly slowly eroded to a loss where they're only outscored by six, basically from like the seven, the three minutes on 23 minutes of the game or so Cal Poly just slowly chipped away, chipped away and they'll learn to get there. But like, here's a positive. You mentioned um, yeah. Richard Washington doing well. You're right. Seneca Knights can get 18 points that game and they stayed three guys in double figures. And so like, they also had a guy we mentioned in one of our previews. Uh, who was it Ralph? Aggie? Aggie? How do you say it? AG, I think. AG, okay, sure. AG had 13 8. So, like, they had a decent amount of scoring, but it was just a bench play from Cal Poly. The reason why it's a slow burn for them. But, like, they, they had those guys who were doing okay. They just, like, everybody else scored, like, 20 points. That's a problem. It's not like they need yeah. a four score, but you can't have your starters or backups, like, really quick. Here, it's not a good sign. Omari Moore, four points in 31 minutes. It's like, you, you can't, I don't expect to have yeah. 10 points or 15, but it's like, if you have your, he's got have a, it's uh, it's obvious. It, more points you win, right? It's just when you have, it, it's dumb. Yeah, well, and but, it goes the other uh, way though too, because you got to stop the opponent from scoring as well, and their defense could use a little bit of work. Um, you know, it, it's not the worst thing, but it's not great um, having. They've got some inexperience with their size too. I mean, Ralph Ag is six eight. So that's not not bad, but you know he kind of got thrown into playing a center role, Ooh. which works against some teams and doesn't work against others. So you've also got seven footer freshman Hugo Clark in playing a mm-hmm. bit. Um, he hasn't, I don't know, he was one for one against Cal Poly, but he hasn't really uh, made a great. He only played ten minutes. Um, I'm so, extremely hold on. I'm extremely glad I didn't watch this game. You know why? Do you, you see many free throws uh, in this game? They were 59 combined free throws. Yeah, wow. And if Spartans could have made more than 63%, they would have won easily. They were 21 yeah, to 32. 12 free throws. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, I missed that when I was going through these box scores. 35% from the nice. field. Oh, or, I for, or I blocked it out of my memory. Good, Good move. Just short up. So, like, what they have going forward really quick. Like, there, we don't expect them to be – anything more than maybe 10th at best. Like, they have Santa Clara, which that game's coming up. It's, we weren't sure we were discussing before. It's on the 18th, which is Friday. So you may or may not have seen this game or know the result. But Santa Clara is obviously in Santa Clara County. San Jose State, Santa Clara County. They're going to Santa – you mentioned before you found the Santa Cruz, which is not too far away, but the home of the G League Warriors. That's where the game's being yeah. played. Do you want to guess – let's play a quick game of BPI. Who do you think – Uh-oh, okay. Who do you think's favored in this game? San Jose State and Santa Clara. Yeah, Santa Clara six and zero. If you're wondering. Yeah, Santa Clara. I think it's six games in man. 
They've yeah. been playing a bunch, man. Joseph Frankich, he's super good. Well, I, I mean, he's he's doing really well. I don't know who they've been playing exactly, but hey, they're you know they're hey, six and zero, oh, man. You beat Cal Poly by seven. There you go. Nickel State, yeah, well, UC Davis, Idaho State. Their game versus New Mexico State got canceled. Yeah, Sac okay, State so, I mean, can't postpone. So <laughs> nothing. Not, it's not a mur- it's not a murderer's row. <laughs> no. So it's, what's the guess? What do you think? Yeah, what's the uh, percentage I, you think? Oh, um, 74. Who? Add about 10 to that, 84. <laughs> Man, I was trying to be nice. Dang. Okay. Well, yeah, I can see that. Work out. Um, but yeah, they yeah. have that game. Then they do their conference play. So Utah State, Boise. But let's move on. We don't need to spend 20 minutes on this part here, do we? Hey, I mean, you know, someone has to. <laughs> uh, all right. Not us tonight. <laughs> Not us tonight, no. Uh, all right, let's move on. Number 10 is Air Force coming in with 31 points. Um, they were actually ninth place last week, but they are down. Um, they they had a big old loss on Sunday. They lost eighty one to fifty three um, to Drake. To Drake, yes, to Nico Medved's old school Drake. Um, let's pull up Air Force's schedule. So here. like they played like Seattle, they lost. Postponed versus Denver, like Lamar, they beat that they should beat. But what this team doesn't surprise me what they're doing. They're not taking my advice. I'm going fast. I'm like. <laughs> One of these days, no, they are not going fast. <laughs> well, well, look at look at the coaches. They they bring back the for, former coach. Um, where they just go like uh, ten miles an hour. Yeah, exactly. Like, they are they are second to last right now on Ken Palm in adjusted tempo. Joe well, Slatsinati's not last. <laughs> well, sorry, actually, they might be last. That's three fifty six, and there's I don't know if that counts Bethune. Cook it does. I don't. They're not playing though. Well, they're right. O and O. Maine's O and O. You have Holy Cross O O and O. Okay, so Virginia is the only team that's slower than Air Force, and Virginia is pretty well known for being a slow basketball yeah. team. So Ken that Pop should give you an idea I, of where Air Force is. Yeah, they're basically yeah. Geez. So like, they're doing what we thought they'd do: few points, few possessions. The point they can be slow, but you need to be efficient. And I am surprised okay. that Chris Joyce scores 60 points a game. That's the biggest shock for me about it. That one, they score about 55 a game right Yeah, now. well, A.J. Walker <laughs> just sort of, he's coming on a little bit now, but it, it, it's taken a minute. Um, I think in that first game against CSUN, he didn't score very many points at all. Let's see, he had, oh no, he had 13 points, but just, you know, on like I think he maybe scored him later. I don't know. Maybe he just – I've expected him to be the guy who's scoring the, you know, 23 points in the win. Um, and Chris Joyce has been that guy. And it's been it's been cool to see, though, because you, you sort of looked at Air Force coming into the season. And at least a lot of people, it seemed like sort of a one-dimensional take on Air Force, which is they've got A.J. Walker and a bunch of new guys. And that's not really the case. They've got some guys who have been around for a while. It's just they haven't all been starters. And hey, they're two and two. Uh, it's the, they're not zero and four. It's encouraging that they've gotten some of these wins. The offense and the defense have both looked good at times, and they've both looked pretty bad at times. I mean, mm-hmm. in an eighty-one to fifty-three loss, it's. <laughs> I mean, there it is, right? You're you're getting both sides of that when you lose by 28 points. When you score 0.8 points per possession, which is pretty low, you know, one is average, uh, and you give up 1.23, it's just, it's it's not, you know, 
it's not good. That's a bad game. Exactly. But like it's it, one game. They but need, it's one game. Yeah, it's one game. They need to narrow that gap. Like, we know what they want to do, so it's not hard. And so, well, I think that's the worst case scenario. Yeah. Too. I don't think they're going to get 28 points every night. I, this team is not that bad. No, they're not that bad. But I think what, like, if they, if they score, they're doing 55 a game. I think if they can get that a couple more points higher, that clearly would help because they start league play. They go to they play Nevada. Their series begins on Friday. They have a they host UVU, which is a usually decent team in the WAC. But I I don't know what to expect from them. like teams are going to want to just push it against them and kind of force them to be uncomfortable. I yeah, I mean they're they're just not there on offense yet. Um, like you're like you've said. I mean that's the just to your point, but um, they've had guys who've. Sh- yeah, exactly. And consistency. That's the other thing, too. I mean, they've just they've had guys who've shown up for a game or two. Um, you know, you've got Abe Kinraid had a 15 point game the other night. Glenn McClintock, a uh, freshman uh, or first year cadet. I don't know how they refer, <laughs> refer to the cadet athlete. I'm not sure what the nomenclature is there at Air Force, but uh, he you know, he had a double digit scoring game. And I think he led the team in scoring actually against. Denver or Seattle in the loss? Let's check that. But with this team, what you need to like? Here's, yeah. here's a problem with this team. 11, what, what, towards the head there, you got it. Yeah, Glenn Glenn McClintock had 11 points against Seattle, and that was that led the team. They had 45 points in that game. <laughs> I mean, that's rough. If they're not efficient, here's a problem: you can't shoot yourself out of a slump when you score 55 points a game. So that's a problem because if they're in any sort of rut during a game, they don't have enough opportunities to, you know, it's like, oh, I need to shoot to get hot or whatever. It's like, it's not NBA Jam, you get the three shots, you get the, the basket on fire. <laughs> they need a lot more. But if you're a poor shooting team for a night like Air Force, could be. But I'm saying, the, that's how some guys, like I'm a shooter, so I just need to keep shooting, 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 which these aren't necessarily the guys they have. They're clearly what they want to run. But if you're in a little bit of rut and shooting gets you out of it, how many minutes could it be before you realize, oh, I'm back after, say, you missed three straight. Then you make like uh, three or four. Okay, I'm back. But three or four could be the whole point set for the game in this some of this team. You know what I mean? And so that's a big deal as well when you want to, be, like, not necessarily with momentum, but like just I want to shoot to get more comfortable to get back. They don't give them opportunities to do that because of how they play, which is not a bad thing. It's just um, a little bit of a detriment. You know, I'm getting like a detrimental, like, I want to shoot to get better to forget the last shot but it could be four minutes before your next shot comes in yeah i mean they they shoot you know 47 percent of their their shots are three pointers and they're they're shooting okay they're shooting 35 percent on them so as a team it's the problem has been inside really because they are just giving up points like crazy um on the interior like against Mm -hmm. drake they just got murdered in the paint, uh, and, and they're not scoring very well there either. And so you're, you're right; they can't shoot their way out of those problems. And you it's know, hard. It's hard if you don't score many points. That's the thing. Yeah, and, you, and when when they're not shooting, you know, like if they're living and dying by the threes, and they are off on one of those nights, they're not getting the backup inside to bet. And so you end up scoring 45 points and, you know, Glenn McClintock leads you with 11 points and kudos to Glenn, but you don't want that. Yeah. Unless <laughs> like Joe Scott, that's oh, not the, that's not plan a, the only way, not only way, but like if you have a size discrepancy, if it's in your favor, yeah. If you're not hitting threes, you get the putbacks, but 
Air Force isn't like the no doesn't have the uh, the Great Wall back there or Twin Towers to get those boards and get the putbacks. Like that's if no. they, if they had the size, that would help yeah. in, a, in a lot of other ways. But it'd be hot. I mean, help a lot of ways where obviously defense and maybe post play. But if they had big big guys or just large basketball players, six ten or above, which is not the academy fit because the some sort of restrictions and you know the size, weight, and all that stuff. Right. But they'd be able to get putbacks. Like okay. We have an offensive rebound edge because of our size. So that would help too. Like if they miss, get the rebound, it's another 30 seconds before a team gets the ball. Because they would, either, right. if it's on a quick putback, let's set up our offense, have the guy go sit in the circle for 10 seconds just to chill and then go <laughs> how it is. So, like overall, like we'll see, like clearly the way the Mount was set up as we're going through these teams, like Air Force and San Jose State are clearly the bottom two. And it's not that close, I don't think. So who's number. Who's number nine? Because I think this team is probably far closer to above than below. So number yeah, number nine is New Mexico. Um, although I let's see, I don't know. Did New Mexico play a game? They have played three games finally. The, no, when this came out, they've yeah. not played. So a few of our voters, which I totally am fine with and agree with, they haven't played. So they put them last or at the bottom. So they might be a touch skewed because they've been hanging out in Texas. They played Rice. In Houston, they they played a team today. Who LTO? Who is that? It was on YouTube. I kind of tuned in for half a second. So, so Le Tornero, Le Tornero, yeah. Yellow Jackets, Leterno, Our Lady of the Lake. Okay, so they had to play games. Come on. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they beat Rice though, and they beat Rice pretty well. And Rice, you know, it's not a great team, but it not the worst. It was a nice years. win. Well, and to be starting, you know, kind of cold on December 13th when everybody else mm-hmm. has had a little bit of a running start to come in and, you know, score a nice win in, in Houston, I imagine. Yeah, that's, is where, Rice, that was. that's, that's where Rice is located, yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, coming in and, and, and beating them. It's nice to see McQuatch Malawatch coming and having a nice day. Uh, 23 points. Okay. Uh, 12 rebounds. Hey, I mean... For a team that was sort of, you're wondering who's going to be the guy, and he's one of the few guys coming back who's really been around. He's one of the few veteran Lobo guys. Um, you know, it's cool. To, it's cool to see him be the one to step up in that first game. You do want to see more out of guys like Saquon Singleton, Jeremiah Francis, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, encouraging start for Byron uh, Matos. Byron Matos, uh, big man, freshman. I think he was with the team. I think he there was something like he graduated early and he was with the team, but he couldn't play or he enrolled early, something like that. But he came in, he had 10 points and five rebounds, uh, had a block. So, you know, you like to see that from Def- a freshman in his first game. Defense played well. Like, Rice was 4-1, and one, but they beat, like, the LTO team. They beat teams like Houston Baptist. So they weren't beating everybody, anybody amazing. But holding a Rice team, or whatever, Rice, like, like they did the first game, like Rice shot 35 three pointers. 35 three pointers. <laughs> they made oh, the, hey. they Yeah, made look the, at that. And on Rice, we got a former Mountain West guy. We got Riley Abercrombie, who uh, transferred from Boise State. Right. I forgot he went to Rice. That's right. He made three of six. But like, look at this guy, six of 10 off the bench. Like, Quincy Olivari, 21 points off the bench. Like, they were, they were chuckers, man. They're the George Costanza. Of the uh, Conference USA, <laughs> I love that reference. That's great. Thirty-seven <laughs> percent. That's 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 not bad, but it's also it's just it's a good defense because they only shot thirty-three from the field. Rice did that game, but like 
yeah, they shoot your threes, let them take it. Like 37, yeah, probably slightly below average. It's not terrible. It's not amazing. But that's fine. And their defense held them overall. Like like I mentioned, the overall shooting percentage wasn't low. or was low. They had a couple blocks, forced some turnovers. Three-point shooting wasn't great for New Mexico, though. Yeah, but, but they, didn't, know, they didn't shoot 35, though. <laughs> they didn't. They shot half of that. You know, but 417. They, they made a third of as many as yeah. Rice did. So, I don't know. That math catches up with you eventually you don't want to be shooting under 25 percent for the season that's all but you know Malawatch hit two of two so he can keep that going uh but yeah emmanuel quack hit one of four you had keith mcgee javante johnson and jeremiah francis combined to go oh of eight i think we'll know more later because yeah yeah yeah. it's one game so i'm just saying you can't keep it though oh yeah you definitely (laughs) you can't do that it's obviously don't shoot 23 percent from three-point land yeah they say my sage wisdom so is lto a division one team because i can't click on links on their team names i'm guessing they're not no 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 no. letourno letourno our lady of the lake no these are these are not well i knew lady of the lake wasn't so but when you have a logo on ESPN, I'm thinking you're something, maybe. <laughs> yeah, let's see here. Letourneau Athletics. But, I always my, – my, my way to find this out is just to go straight to the athletics thing and then go to yeah. the bottom of the page because it always <laughs> has the the, uh, the logo. Division uh, three. Oh, okay. NCAA Division three. Letourneau University in – I don't know where. Texas, think, probably. Probably. So here's the thing. I don't care. They're playing games. They get what they get. Well, they, here's what I really want to see. Their game, their series with Boise State, who Boise State's been kind of weird and finicky about um, not having games played. But chill out, Leon Rice. Chill out, Boise Athletics. This series is the 21st which um, and 23rd at Boise, obviously. We don't know next time New Mexico ever can play a home game. We'll see. But that is in, what's that, Sunday? Is that, um, yeah, Sunday, Tuesday series. That's when, we'll, when we will really know about Boise, Good. New Mexico. That's a Monday, Wednesday. Oh, Monday, Wednesday. My math is wrong, so that's next week. But that'll be a good series. It's Boise's the top tier team in the conference. At least he should be. They'll finally give him a first test of what New Mexico's up against. And I probably, yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going to predict a Boise to lose that game because they're favored 81% by BPI. But uh, here's what I'll say it too: Derek Austin's not scoring zero points again when he plays Boise <laughs> when he plays Mexico. So that's we won't know until next time we chat about this team, but. I think from what we've known so far, it's uh, defense is solid, I guess. Um, they could shoot reasonably well. It's not a three-point shot, but that's all I really got out of playing Rice and a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We're, we, we don't know a huge amount. I do think that uh, – I think McQuatch Malawatch may have surpassed the 1,000-point mark, too, in his career last day. So, you know, congrats to him for that. Um but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm still not really enthused or sold or I'm not writing them off. I don't, don't know, know anything about this team. Yeah, There's a lot of new guys, a lot of guys who might be good, who could be good, who were good at the last place, who were struggling at the last place. You know, they got a lot of pieces. Um, uh, we did. So as we do pretty much every week, I think we reference our old friend, Eli Betker. Yes. Um, I was talking to him and asking him, hey, is there anything you want me to uh, bring up on the pod? And he said, you should bring up how Dr. Paul Weir is a, a mid-major Shaka Smart. Why and is that? So, well, I don't know. We didn't. I think he wanted me to, to figure that out. I, it was kind of a riddle, <laughs> I think. But I guess, you know, he's a guy who came up and got his 
his big boy job, right? And uh, he has sort of struggled and he hasn't really delivered on what I think was a lot of promise. And maybe his time's running out a little bit. I, I don't know. It, what do you think? Do you I'm, think? Do you think is he's on the hot seat at all? What year is a little bit? Because I remember when I was at, I mean, you know, like we're at the Mountain West title game or championship week a couple years ago, and it's basically the uh, stupid pass deflection gets you a start. I'm like, come on! It's like this isn't little league. This isn't high school getting guys ready to go. This is big time football or big time basketball. Like what Dane Hawkins says, not intramurals. It's big time basketball. Essentially, yeah. like. I don't know. He's hasn't been bad. Like his first, that was his first year, which again wasn't his players. It was Steve Alford's guys before he went to UCLA. So he was during the conference. But since then, last year was fine. But he finished seventh place. Like he had a losing record in conference back to back years. And Lobos, what they expect, they're like I could see a little bit if they don't finish it with at least a five hundred record. I don't know if they'd outright get out of them just say you're done because of a lot of economics. What's going on at the moment, but. Right, he needs right. to be better. Like the record, nineteen of fourteen isn't bad, but here's the thing: he went nineteen to fifteen year one, third place. Nineteen of fourteen last year, losing record in league plays, tied for seventh. I think he needs to secure a, yeah. a buy in the Mountain West tournament, and that's that probably going to be what a five hundred record, just about. To get a buy in the Mountain West tournament, what's that top oh, five? No. Oh, top five? Ooh, maybe not. Maybe. Okay, yeah. <laughs> never mind. I was thinking something. Yeah, I thought I more know. teams got to buy. There's four. There's two I mean, games. He might still need Three that, games. but um, <laughs> I don't know if he'll be able to get it. I don't. I also don't know off the top of my head what is um, what the length of his contract is or when that comes up. I, you I, know, so they I, might just wait until they have to make a decision in order to do one. But uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I do think it's an interesting question because he kind of he came in as a pretty hot rising star from New Mexico state, right? Yeah. Took him to the tournament. They were, you know, 28 and six. And then, yeah, has just six. not really delivered completely. I, I it wouldn't call him like a crazy disappointment or anything, but what are New Mexico fans expecting? It's a six That's year, the question. Really quick. Six year contract. Ooh, so, wow. Okay. And this is, it's, it's not a 10 year offer contract, so it's okay. Yeah. This is, <laughs> right, okay. this is year four. So I think he'll get through this year unless it's an unmitigated disaster. But yeah. what they here, what they expect, like they expect to win and compete, compete and win the conference championship. That's what they expect. Well, yeah, and I, so I think they're going to be pretty far off of that trajectory this year. So I'm wondering, you know, at what point? I think the school. I think you're right. I think the school does kind of get to ride. Not like it's an excuse. These are real economic hardships going yeah. on. But I, I do think they get to use that as some cover. And they're not the only schools who will probably be doing that, holding on to guys for an extra year, maybe more than they sh- this is could or should. It's not Auburn football people, if you know what I mean. 21 million buyout, yeah. half due in 30 days. Oof. That's a, no, good, no, I applaud Gus Malzahn for getting that. I think Auburn's idiots for doing that. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay, so let's move on. What's the next team on the list here? 
so that would be number eight. That would be ooh, UNLV coming in pretty low with 36 points. Um, so they're definitely in this bottom kind of tier with with New Mexico and Air Force kind of clumped together there above San Jose State. It's been a rough start. Maui didn't go well. Even before Maui, it was, it, I mean, not Maui. It was in Asheville, North yeah. Carolina. But, Maui tournaments. Uh, but but the first but the first game of the season opening day they came out and they lost at home to Montana State and sure Montana State's got some nice things to say about them but it's Montana State at home on opening day it's been double digit loss opening day don't forget that yeah that's right it was like this team really quick Coach CJ has COVID like we mentioned they're out for two weeks the East right. Washington game which would have been a pretty good test so would Pepperdine those are gone. Wyoming series postponed. So not expected to play until New Year's Eve versus San Diego State. Good luck with that, guys. But, like, the thing with this team, like, okay, you lose to Montana State. Forgivable to a degree because they should be pretty good in their conference. But not, like you mentioned, not at home. Oh, you got to be ready. Sure. To- and, like, okay, David Jenkins with some jitters maybe in the first game coming in. You know, he's got a lot of expectations on him. But, but yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, but then we're watching UNC. Like, this is a late yeah. after the game. I'm like, Ooh, what's going on? Up 13-0? 16-0? Like, <laughs> this is getting wild. This is getting saucy. And then it gets closer. And closer. And they lose by 27 points. Yeah, they got... I mean, I, I think I turned the game on right for that big Bryce Hamilton dunk that put yeah, them up 13 yeah. nothing or whatever it was. People freaking out. And... And it was like, oh my god, are they going to do this? And then it was like, oh no, <laughs> they are not going to do this at all. If you look at the uh, win probability charts, it just goes from about, let's see, <laughs> you know what would be the best chance? Like, first half's like 55%. So it went from about, let's see, trying to see where it actually flipped. It, that's, a bleak, that's a bleak outlook on UNLV if they have a 13-point lead and a 55-point chance to win. They're up 18-9. to nine. They had a, it was a toss up. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, it's slowly. UNLV's 18 to. Okay, eight. Here's the funniest thing. Like, these are hilarious. Okay, it's 18 to 12. It flips to a 56% chance for UNC when they're down six. <laughs> so they're losing, and it still goes to them. And then it came back when I guess it. They got up by five, but like, it just goes slowly, slowly, slowly. And essentially, it was 98%. With like 15 minutes left in the half, <laughs> the second oh half, like gosh. they outscored by 20. They were down seven to half after that huge lead. This game, like losing UNC, clearly is not an issue. It's having a big lead and just falling apart, collapsing. Like yeah, and and, and there were definitely, I mean. I don't know if you can see it in a stat sheet at all, but you could just see the, the oh, yeah. air getting knocked out of the team, and they just did not have the fight in them in the second half. And I, I don't blame them, but like, oof. You thought Rice, rough. you thought Rice shot three pointers? They sh- they tried to shoot themselves back the game. The ultimate chucker, <laughs> yeah. thirty-seven three pointers. Yeah. Like we're not gonna go game by game, but they here's the problem: they twenty-nine percent from the field. They were out rebounded by fourteen. They were out had out assisted by four. Three more steals. They had two fewer blocks. They had one only one more turnover. So like this team, like they had they fouled ten more times. Like UNC could have won by more. They were twenty one to thirty two from the line. If they make twenty eight, this is like a twenty a thirty point victory. Yeah, 
Like, so I mean, and, it's tough. Like, they lose. Like, if you have a big lead and they come back and win, you would expect to lose by maybe single digits. Yeah. If you have that big of a lead. But, like, this team, it's – so what's the deal? How does this happen to a team? Well, you know, you've got a lot of new guys coming in, and I think you have pieces that don't know how to fit right yet. We, You know, we talked about how, yeah, David Jenkins had – and when I say we, I say I mean I. I, I <laughs> use this thought of David Jenkins was the second guy, or he played in an offense with Mike Dom at South Dakota State with TJ mm-hmm. Altelberger. So like, he's been a the other guy in an offense before. So maybe sharing with Bryce Hamilton won't be an issue. It's that wasn't really. I mean, the shots just weren't falling either. That was a big issue, um, and I think that might have been a confidence thing. Just you know, getting it working. I don't. But Caleb Grill has been been good. The problem they don't have enough size they can rely on really. So if Chickenbake John gets into foul trouble, or if he's just not able to play for forty minutes at you know a, a super high level, then they don't really have a guy. You've got Moses Wood, you've got Devin Tillis, you've got some guys who can come in and play the position. But yeah. I mean, at, that's how you end up getting voted into eighth place and losing, you know, going one and four and having your only win be against Kansas State, who lost to <laughs> Fort, who lost to Fort Hayes State the other day, um, pretty badly too, right? It was like an eighteen point loss. Or it something. was. Yeah, I got it right here. Eighty-one sixty-eight, but then they bounced back to beat Milwaukee by one. And then Iowa State. They They got Baylor on Saturday. That's going to be like a 50-point loss, right? Well, you know, we'll see if Baylor scores that many points. It might be like 60 to 30, you know, something stupid like that. Baylor's defense is crazy. But anyway, yeah, UNLV, I just I think that they haven't really gelled and had the chemistry they need. You know, going 0-3 in Maui and losing your home opener, these are not encouraging signs and they went and they won. they won their first true road game though they they went to manhattan and won that's something so you know they're and and then they went on pause so they couldn't really take that momentum anywhere um you know alabama davidson unc Mm. they haven't they've been they're pretty they might be tournament teams i don't know about alabama and davidson unc should be but unlv is not (laughs) <laughs> UNLV is not. No, I don't. Th- I, I I don't think there's any coming back from you know these losses. It's not going to happen this year uh, unless they win the you know Mountain West tournament. And no. heck, if they they might not get a great seed in the tournament if they can't get you know the chemistry going. But they need they need Bryce Hamilton and T- and David Jenkins to figure out a way to to work, or or they need to say, hey guys, the green light is not on. Give the ball to Caleb Grill because yeah. he's the only one who can score consistently and not, you know, just be a crazy volume shooter. You can't have two Amori Hardys no. in the lineup. <laughs> Sorry to Amori Hardy, but you can't have two guys going, you know, four of 18. It's just not feasible. So I think they do need to figure it out. They need someone to step up in the front court to besides Jong to give some support to that dude. Cause you can run a small ball lineup, but you can't play Jong for 40 minutes and you can't 
have a huge drop off in production like they have when he goes out. All right. So who's next? Fresno state is next. We really don't know much about this team either. Um, they, they played Fresno Pacific, I think, or no, they play them this week. Um, they're one one and right? (laughs) Yeah. And they beat William Jessup. So like, I don't know. They haven't played anybody. Justin Jepson's cousin from Boise state. I'm saying, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about Fresno State because they have the one game, so we're going to probably spend probably 30 more seconds on this team. Every game, yep. they had a pause. Like they, Here's who they could have played, and I don't know how they would have played, done well. It's like a big West, West Coast tour. Pacific, UCR, Pepperdine, Cal State, yeah. Northridge, and Cal Poly. So the next game is against good old FRP, who we've discussed before, <laughs> Fresno Pacific Sunbirds. Um, yep. So I don't know what to make. They won by 40. It's a non-D1 team. We'll have to get back to you around after new, the new year when they actually play yeah. Colorado State, which should be a pretty competitive and comparable matchup for these two teams. Yeah, we'll see. I think that's a, that'll be a good one. Um, but yeah, Fresno State not really getting a chance to get many tune-ups before the new year is going to be tough for the conference season. But yeah, I don't really have much more to add quite yet because we just have not seen enough. All right, who's next? Utah State comes in next at number six. Who's more disappointing, As, them or Utah, them or UNLV? Well, I didn't <laughs> pick them to finish second in the league, so maybe I'll ask you. And I, I, you mean, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh man, um, I heard. I believe I'm correct in this. Sam Merrill, Merrill character is not on the roster anymore. Am I correct on that? He is not. He is playing uh, for the pros now. The the Bucks with Giannis. Yeah. Ooh, that'll be nice. Who signed the Super For a while now. Yeah, That's Super right. Deal. Um, they are two and three. They, oh boy. Their first game got switched around. They're supposed to play Wichita State, got VCU. But here's the thing. Like, okay, VCU, we know them. That's where Shocker Smart came from. They're usually a pretty good team. Celtic, like the teams they lost to aren't like bad teams, but aren't amazing. Like South Dakota State's where Nico Medved came from. And they're, yeah. they've been okay. Like they're not what they were. But right now they're five and three. They didn't play close to St. Mary's. They went over Iowa State. Bradley's usually decent. So they have a couple okay wins. They played West Virginia pretty close. But what you see Utah State, like you want Nemus Kata, he just needs to take over Canes. Like, what are they doing? Like, he is – he should be fully healthy from that FIBA thing. He's, he's leading the team, like, in points uh, and rebounds. He's doing fine. They have. He's to, doing his part. I, I like him touch maybe. more. I want to give him closer to 18 points. Like – uh, maybe I misspoke about him needing to step up more, but like well, okay. so almost a double he, double block a game <laughs> yeah. is still a game. Like he's he's doing good. Like their scoring's there. Guess what? If you don't, if you score seventy two points a game, you should be winning more than not, and you're not. Your first two games, I kind of here's I kind of give that they're for they're, they ran up against teams that are better offensively clearly, and their defense is an issue because eighty points, eighty points, eighty points. And BYU 67, 67 points allowed. That's too many points to allow. Like college basketball scoring eighty points, yeah. that's not the norm. No, that's not great. And it's more the so, defense that's the issue, in my opinion. So okay, so if you are a team last year playing Utah State and you're looking at the roster, you see Sam Merrill and Nina's Keda, and you don't know what to do. You know, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't just choose one of those guys to game plan against, right? Or well, you, Dino you know, Berta and Justin to, Bean, too. Three well, right, guys. exactly. Right. Okay. So what I'm saying is, like, here <laughs> you don't 
now teams can really, I think, focus on Kata, and I think that will that might be why you're not seeing quite as much as you might want, right? You want that big next step with Merrill gone. You want him to be like a 20 and 15 guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> amazing. Give me, know, give me, 15, give, me like, give me 17 and 11. I'll be good. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That's, that's fine. You know, something like something small, 17, and 11, <laughs> you know, some Nico Carvacho numbers. Yeah. So, I mean, but you know, I think that is actually kind of a reasonable thing to expect from the best big man in the mountain West. So those, those numbers, but okay, so but who who else is the the dangerous, you know, threat? You still got Justin Bean and I think he's a great role player to have, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure that teams are really uh game planning around Justin Bean as much as they would uh, a Nemes Cato or uh, a Sam Merrill, and I don't think that you're really having to do that for guys like Marco Anthony or Raleigh Worcester either. Not yet at least. And, well, no, not yet. And, you know, they're coming along. Raleigh Worcester's a freshman. Marco Anthony's, you know, a transfer coming in from Virginia. So, you know, they're 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 developing. I, I do think that some of the disappointment around this team's a little overblown. They played a pretty good first half or like even like 35 minutes against VCU. I mean, they lost by 16, but they played like 30 minutes of that game tough. And then they just got blown away in the last, you know, it was like a 21 to 27 to six run mm-hmm. over the last 10 minutes of that game. And that's, I mean, there it is. You know, that's, they need to like Brock Miller understand. needs to step up a bit too. Like Brock Miller absolutely needs to step up. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. He's, you know. it's his fourth year in the program. He's a junior redshirted year one. Like his min, I'm yeah. just taking a quick look at like, how was it last year? Like he's hey, a, shooting has been better this year though. That's encouraging. Um, yeah, three point shooting, but he's playing fewer minutes yeah. so far. So and part yeah. of it can be the other guys in front of him. But like I would like him to get closer to ten points a game. But here's the thing: like I kind of half kid or Nemus needs to do more because why not? But this is not good for your team when your big man is leading your team in points, in rebounds, in assists, <laughs> tied for steals. And blocks is fine. Like, he leads every category, which is cool. Like, unless you want to be Hakeem Olajuwon and also average five assists a game, that'd be awesome. But, like, sure. your, your leading team, like, your assist your assist rate cannot be, your top guy cannot have 2.6 assists per game. Your your guard, Marco Anthony, not even assist a game. What's he doing, ball hog? Come on. Give it up. Like, that's not, this seems like if you have 12 assists a game, seems very low. It means there's a lot of... I will of, say... Yeah, I don't think Marco Anthony's really a natural point guard. So I think yeah, you know, still. you're seeing Raleigh I think Raleigh Worcester's kind of taking that role a little bit more for okay. the team. But two point four. But, but, do better. Two point four is not good either. Sure. Uh, well, no, I mean, yeah. Hey, I, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh but I will say hey, they that BYU game came down to the last seconds, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Connor Harding game. hits a big shot for BYU and Raleigh Worcester's doesn't go down. Mm-hmm. Otherwise we're going to overtime. That South Dakota State game. That was a, a nightmare. Yeah, blown out of the that gym, and there were two first games. Like, but that South Dakota State team, remember them because mm-hmm. they they're good, and they might win an, an NCAA tournament team a game. Yeah. they're like a, they're like one of those twelve seeds that just remember them later because they're gonna come back. And what's gonna actually probably happen is I will pick them to go to a Sweet Sixteen, and then they'll get blown out by forty in the first game. But Not possibly, yeah. Anyway, so uh, so I don't know. I think Utah State. I, it's been disappointing, but it's not as bad as it could be. That's I that's think what it I'll, is. I think the blowouts are concerning. 
Like, yeah, North South Dakota State's good. VCU is good. But I don't want to see this team who projected to be the top. If you're a top three team in the Mountain West, any non-conference game against a non-like power league, you should be you should be competitive, and then they're not. Well, I think I don't, you know, think, okay. I don't think that's out of line. And, but they turned around and they beat Northern Iowa, coming yeah. right off of that South Dakota State game. Those were back-to-back-to-back games, mm-hmm. right? VCU, an opponent they didn't really have a chance to prepare for. Well, neither South did Dakota VCU, State. so don't. Bl- no, I know. That goes both ways. That's okay. That's fair. That's fair. VCU might have. I I don't know VCU's roster as well as I guess I know Utah State's, but I don't know if they had as many like chemistry questions coming into their first game. But anyway, yeah, the Utah State came out super flat, and they have some questions to answer based on that. But they, you know, they've looked better in the three games since, and so we'll see. They play Northern Colorado tomorrow, so if they oh that's right, they got added. I forgot because um. Yeah. The Weber State canceled, Dixie State canceled. Right. Um, but I thought, hold on, I thought, I, I remember seeing that, but it's because I got the emails for it, but I thought Utah State was like paused for quarantine, maybe, I don't know, or who knows what's going on. But Oh, did that get, oh, am I wrong now? No, 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 no. you're right, because I remember getting the email. Oh, it is on, okay. <laughs> it is on, I'll double check here, but I remember they were the reason the Weber State game got canceled. Um, yeah, the ad no, the notice is still in play. Again, it could change in 10 seconds, but they get that when, then they're off for a bit, I believe, until oh no, they got San Jose State in twenty first. So they have a couple of games to go. Like they should be able to turn around. They should beat Northern Colorado. They'll be here's what's going to happen. We're going to hype them up because oh look at this their their schedule. They rebounded so well. They're going to be they beat Northern Colorado. They swept San Jose State. They swept Air Force. Go to that New Mexico series. All oh, they should be fine. They'll split versus them. And then they play San Jose State in the middle of January, and they'll lose each game by they'll lose the series like each game by fifteen or more. Just saying, they'll get hyped up. Oh, they that's six. They got this. They're at home. They're at the spectrum. They're on like a. They won five yeah. of six. They've won like six or seven, and then they get blown out. I guarantee that's what's going to happen. Gonna happen. And then you know what's going to happen right after that? Yeah. Everyone's going to go, oh, look, Utah State's done. They suck. No one, you know, they they are what we thought they were. And then they're going to quietly win like eight of their next ten. Yeah, because <laughs> it's at Fresno. Because it's Fresno. Third of the league still, yeah. Because that's what they do. They're better than Fresno, better than Wyoming. They'll probably right. maybe split exactly. Boise and could split Nevada. Like, that's what yeah. will happen, but just keep so an eye out. We've already predicted this full season. We got it. We're done. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. All right, what's next? What's after Utah State here? All right, uh, we get to Colorado State, another team that we are just getting to know. Um, they've right. got two games under their belt uh, as of when we did the power rankings. Can I say pass? Uh, <laughs> so they got a C- game against CSU Pueblo after they came out of their pause, finally. Uh, sorry, uh, Colorado State Rams coming out of their pause, not CSU yeah. Pueblo. Mm-hmm. I don't think Pueblo was on a pause. Uh, and then they played Northern Arizona and they to just crushed them. <laughs> yeah, 91 to 52. Um, everyone looked good. Isaiah Stevens, David Roddy. Um, basically, all of the hype that I wanted to give this team in the preseason, I am feeling really good about giving to them. So, Do you see the second half, to, uh, the second half box score? Of the game against NAU, yeah, I shudder to look. Um, I know. I'll, I'll do right now. <laughs> NAU scored fifty-two total points. CSU oh, scored fifty-six on their own in the second half. Oh man, that last. So you know, Ken Palm <laughs> breaks it down quarter by quarter. Yeah, uh, and the last, you know, the fourth quarter of this game, Colorado State outscored NAU thirty-one to four. <laughs> Does this game like? It's a great win because of how dominant they were. I don't care about the opponent too much. Sure. And he's not going to be anything special in the big sky. Like Isaiah Stevens yeah. did what he did, 23 points. 
Um, you had um, a couple of doubles against Kendall yeah. Moore. You had a, plenty of good guys out there. He had four steals. Kendall Moore had four steals. So hey, James Moore's your mm-hmm. your guy. I, the New Zealand. Uh, there you go. Yeah, twenty minutes. Player. James Moore's he had twelve points, five or six shooting. He came out there. He was looking pretty good. I, I watched the I watched the tail end of this game, <laughs> which was not not the right part of this game to watch. <laughs> let me tell you. Uh, but I did get to see Moore's a little bit out there. Uh, he he looked pretty good, you know, for his first game uh, against a Division One opponent. So Does this and, rate... and that's good because okay. sorry, go ahead. No, you continue. Oh, I was just going to say, it's good because, you know, there's questions in the front court with some guys taking Nico Cravacho's spot. So seeing a guy come out there and look competent, um, you know, Deshaun Thomas looking good on the boards as well. Didn't do much offensively, but he uh, he got a block. So did Moores. So, you know, it's good to see some production. Does this um, confirm what you think they should be? I know it's one game, but like you like what you saw of what potential could be there from who stood out and who scored and who did what? Oh, I think I think this is a top three team in Ooh. in the in the league, maybe. Um, especially if you look at a team, you know, I, I do feel like Utah State or Boise State, one of the two might slip out of that top three. Um, and I, I I really I do want to believe in this Colorado State team because I like the the starting five. Well, I like. I like four of the starting five. Quite a bit. That, that <laughs> Who do you not like? Turning. Tell us. Who it's do not, not like? that I don't like. It's the big. It's the, it's that the big men are still unproven. Deshaun Thomas didn't get a huge amount of minutes because Nico Carvacho ate up minutes. You know, at the center position last year. Um, so Deshaun Thomas and James Moore. I just don't. I you know they're just unproven. It's not that I don't like them. Uh, they just need to kind of go out there. But I'm not ready to I guess vouch and say I love them. Um, but you know, you got some guys off the bench too that are good. John Tanjay, uh, PJ Bird. I don't know. I like the team. It's a it's a good team, and I I, I think Nico Medved has them playing as a unit, and that's something that we're going to keep looking at as we keep going through these teams and seeing. Hey, there's chemistry issues. Hey, there's chemistry issues. Hey, there's chemistry issues. One team that doesn't really seem to be struggling with that uh, is Colorado State. Exactly. So. so. They have St. Mary's on Saturday. That's a test. On the road. <laughs> that is a big one. And Moraga, California. St. Yeah. Mary's is a huge... Is that the right? Is that Moraga? Is that where they're located? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. You got that right. Make sure. Um, yeah. St. Mary's is, is 7-1. 70% chance win per BPI. This team yeah. has beat... They lost to Memphis big time. Um, here's the thing. It is St. Mary's. We know they should be pretty good in the West Coast Conference, like typically a top three team. But here's the thing. They played a bunch of – I won't say a bunch of nobodies, but there's um, questionable teams they beat. Like – Well, San Jose State's in there. <laughs> that's true. Nickel State. Uh, and you can say yeah, to them about I mean, – People are getting after me for Texas Southern. Well, I mean, I don't care. Texas Southern's a bad team. You can't convince me otherwise. Well, I mean, look at, you know, they beat South Dakota State by 13. Yes, we were just talking that. about them, UNI. you know, Utah State. They beat UNI, who, you know, Utah State beat. Um, Utah just beat Utah. ASU. Exactly. So yeah, it's not, beat me like, oh, half yeah. the teams, like, it's not a bad schedule. It's not, like, they're world beers, because we know, as we joked before. Eastern Washington's pretty good, actually, too. Yeah. And, and Eastern Washington's one of the best teams on this list, actually. In the big sky. Was the Memphis, where was the Memphis game at? It was at the... Uh, Bad. Central, it was um, the Moore's Classic, wherever that was played at. Um, oh so, yeah, where, I was gonna make was my I was South gonna, Dakota. I was gonna make my joke because St. Mary's yeah, never leave. Falls. They never leave town. They always stay home because <laughs> <laughs> they like well, to not leave the state of California. But it's no, gonna, they had to this time. They're they forced to essentially. 
but they've been sticking at home whenever they can. And so mm-hmm. it's a road game. Um, this um, is this game on. I, I wish I, I didn't have the TV schedule in front of me. Is this a, is this a West Coast Conference digital exclusive game? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's either that or it's going to be a regional route. Yeah, or something probably. Um, I mean, I guess I, they might have something where you know somebody's going to buy it up and it gets you know flexed onto ESPN or something. I don't know what the W's, what the West Coast Conference's deal looks like, but uh, they got ESPN elsewhere. But this will be a game where I don't think the Rams will win, but it'll tell us a ton about who they are. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we want to know. And so it looks like it is on the w, WCC network there, so it's okay, free. Okay. So go stream it up like all these games, but like. I think you and me, I think I can not speak for you, but I will for a moment. You can tell me, shut up. <laughs> but I believe what it is is that they will not win. But if they're within, say, 10 points, that'll be a positive thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I think looking at the final score, yeah. I mean, I think it's just going to be one of those, how did they play the game? Did they did they play the full 40 minutes? Did they, you know, because even if they end up losing by 15, there's still ways to get moral victories out of that game, yeah. you know, or there, there's ways to completely collapse and have a lot of, you know, bad taste in your mouth by losing by one, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, if, if if they give up a 20-point lead and lose by one, yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that yeah, St. Mary's is really good. Uh, I mean, not they're, – they're a top 100 team, and I think they're a little further along than Colorado State is at the moment. Uh, Tommy cousy has been – fantastic for them but yeah i think colorado state probably loses but if they do show up and you know compete in the game and and really show a a competitive spirit and not quit and they yeah keep going i do think that that's going to be the encouraging sign that you're looking for for them all right so who's next on the list next is nevada coming in at number four they what do we think about the wolf pack because uh steve offered Alfred, not Alfred, Alfred, you too. <laughs> he has a team where he lost a couple guys in the NBA the, the first year when he came in. They beat they beat Nebraska ball, which is fine. Pacific, uh, North that North Dakota State team, they held them to only 48 points, which is pretty pretty impressive, that opener. Yeah. Um, yeah. Problem is they got blown out at home for San Francisco. That's not good. And then they didn't get the rematch because it got canceled, but then they lose to George, or not George, whatever, Grand Canyon. It's like they're... Yeah. Kind of, I'd say they're slightly exceeding my expectations. I think, yeah, I think that's kind of where everybody's at with them. I, I think I had them pegged them pegged it down closer to, you know, maybe the seven range when the season started. And my, my opinion of them has, has improved, um, not drastically, but I, I think I'm a little bit slower to fall in love with this team than maybe a lot of people are. I do still have questions uh, about, you know, consistency and which players are stepping up and, and kind of what's going on in the in the front court. Those players are still coming along, you know, guys like KJ Himes and Warren Washington. There have been some pretty impressive guys, though. Uh, Trey Coleman as a freshman has been impressive, but it's the transfer guys you really got to talk about, right? Grant Sherfield, Desmond Cambridge. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grant Sherfield had that big game winner against Nebraska. Um, that was that was a heck of a shot, and he's he's been the man uh, a couple days out for them. But you know, they they struggled against San Diego, which is a team that's had some some issues. And you know, yeah, I think Nevada's going to come in, and I think they're going to beat Air Force in Reno in their first. Uh, their first Mountain West series this weekend. But 
Yeah, but I don't know if they're going to really compete. Yeah, that's actually our first. Uh, yeah, tomorrow because we're recording this Thursday night. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, Friday is the first Mountain West Conference game. Woohoo! It's upon us, December eighteenth. Yeah. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> It's something, man. Okay. Nevada so, should win. Like, that should be no issue. They should win this yeah, game. Yeah, I think they should probably they, – they're in a good contention for that uh, fifth buy – or, yeah, that fifth first-round buy in the Mountain mm-hmm. West tournament. Top half, that feels yeah. like a pretty good place. Yeah, fifth or sixth. I think they'll be fighting in there with Utah State with um, – well, we'll see if UNLV can yeah. climb back up hey, into hey, that range. The Cowboys, but, uh, come on, warm you. Well, one. yeah, I guess so. So that's our next team. Let's get to them. Yeah, we got to hurry up here. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> we talked so long. long. It's okay. Hey, we'll we'll get to these teams. Okay, so Wyoming, um, whew, man, they coming in at number three, blowing everybody out of the uh, the water with expectations wise. Anyway, not buying so, it. Not buying it right now. I'm telling you, not on the. You're not buying. No. Why, no, why I, should I? You I, did. You put them third should. this week. <laughs> I, so so I am buying it. As a right now, reflection the of the rest of the Mountain West. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. When you have the Rams not playing, the Mexico barely, barely playing, I mean, uh, Fresno not yeah, playing, so. it's it's fair to keep them higher. They they're playing, which is a bonus here, and they're winning, which is good as well. Um, True. So True. Uh, they are exceeding I, I have... what I thought, exceeding what I thought a bit, but I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they. Yeah. I, they I think they can can compete for that buy because they beat Oregon State, which is a good win on the road. Decent win. Eh, Utah Valley's it's okay. Super okay <laughs> well, come on. Go Sorry, I mean, I'm, I'm from Corvallis. So, I know. You know. It's a little self, self-hate there. Sure. <laughs> like, but the Texas Southern loss, I'm like, come on. Like, right. Uh, I, and I mean, hey, they, they beat Omaha today, but they were losing. Or they, it was close. I don't mm-hmm. remember if they were actually losing exactly, but uh, the points. Utah Valley game was a big shootout, man. 93 to 88. Can you imagine last year this Allen Edwards team with a ninety-three to eighty-eight game in regulation? Never. I just wish pe- people could have. No, Linder thing is great. <laughs> I know Jeff Linder's amazing, but here's the thing: at UVU, I could literally kick a football and be at their arena, but you can't go to the games. I, oh, I'm man. that close to UVU. It's like a two-minute drive. I could walk there and not break a sweat. Oh my gosh! And so it's like oh, that'd be a fun game. Ninety-three, eighty-eight. It's like scoring points. They scored ninety-seven. 94. Th- three games over 90 points. <laughs> what do they can do when they play Air Force? <laughs> and I mean, two of the other games, they were up over 80. So, I mean, they are going to... They're one of the highest scoring teams I, in the country. Yeah, it's a, it's been fun. And hey, Marcus Williams is one of my mm. favorite freshmen in the country. He's come in at the point guard position and just been fantastic. Uh, really exciting player for Wyoming. And it is why they're so far ahead of schedule. Um, then you got Hunter Maldonado doing his thing and not having to do it on his own, which is great. You've got guys like Quan Marble and Xavier Dussel showing up and playing, you know, a little bit their, their offense has been good. These are good defensive players as well and good, you know, good shooting for the team. It's just, you know, there's a lot of good things to like, but there's there's some questions lurking, though. There's some, you know, that 93-88 win, that's a pretty close win over Utah Valley. Mm. Uh, 82-78 over Omaha, you know, 
they went to overtime with Incarnate Word. Yeah, lost in Texas so, and they're living on thread, man. Right, right. You know, so it's like, okay, yeah. So we're going to give them some love because of this early record. It's looking nice. Let's see what happens after the new year when they open up the Mountain West uh, schedule against Fresno State. Ken Palm thinks they're going to lose that series. So Ken yeah. Palm's not convinced either. Yeah, I looked at their adju- adjusted offensive efficiency in Ken Palm, 173. <laughs> yeah, so, you know. And today, versus Omaha, 11 to 30 from three-point range. So here's what they can do. Like, here's why they could pull an upset here or there. They just shoot it like crazy, and eventually they're hoping it falls. So if they get hot, they could go it out. Has. And it's worked. And so, but every, all these games are very, or most of them are pretty close outside of Denver. Every game has been, and I guess the Mississippi Valley State, every game yeah. has been close. Even in Carnot World, yeah, that's right. They won by 11 at OT. So, <laughs> yeah, but in OT. <laughs> yeah, they will be able to – so Ken Palm thinks they'll lose both of Fresno on January 2nd? Well, I mean, so the way Ken Palm works is like both games have the same prediction, right? So yeah. he thinks that – if he thinks that they're going to lose one, he thinks they're yeah. going to lose both. But That'll be a decent um, test, I but, think, though, right? I think, yeah, I think that'll tell us where this Wyoming team really is. Are they, you know, are they a top half team or are they really a ninth place team who's just kind of had some good wins and are still riding that magic from the Mountain West tournament last year? With the Cowboys, here's what I proclaim to see happening. Maybe they win a game, maybe they split versus Fresno. The series is, or sorry, the series (laughs) are like, there's no back-to-back easy or hard. It's like Fresno, Boise, Air Force, Nevada, San Diego State, CSU, USU, UNM, and San Diego. I could see maybe the last two, but UNM's probably be better than we think at the moment. Or just because they'll, I mean, they'll be pretty that, good. That, that later run, though, SD, like Nevada, San Diego State, Colorado State, Utah State, New yeah, Mexico, that's tough. rough, man. Yeah. That's like, going to be I tough guess, to yeah. I guess we'll see what CSU does. But, I mean, like, like yeah. in, in terms of, like, the top of the top of the conference, like the top three or four teams, those are tough. But it's like every other series is like, okay, this is manageable. Like, okay, like this week, manageable. Boise, probably not. Air Force, yes. Nevada, not quite. A little bit tougher. San Diego State, very tough. CSU, maybe manageable. It's my point. Like, it's a degree. It's not like they're playing back-to-back tough and easy. But that stretch is going to be like, when they play those two, four, six, eight games, they might be lucky to win two of those. Wait, are you starting at the Nevada series? Or new, yeah. Are you Nevada? Yeah. And ending yeah. at USC. Like, they might win one, one versus Nevada, one versus CSU because those are Well, home. and, you know, they have to go to Air Force for two games in a row. They have to go to Viejas in San Diego. They have got to mm-hmm. go to uh, to the Smith Spectrum. They got to go to the Pit. Well, maybe. They, they, they maybe. Got, I don't they know. Got, well, Good, good point. West good point. Texas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, all right. Maybe, well, and I suppose like this whole home court thing maybe doesn't actually matter as, as much this season. So maybe maybe I don't need to look into that that part of it quite as much. But yeah, it's it's a, they're still good teams, man. And uh, They are. Yeah, yeah. it's going to. All right, I think we need to think it to our tour. Number two. So that's Boise State. Derek Austin, um, don't score zero points for Houston and you win. Boom! There, there's the game plan. No, it's been really good to see them come out, and and it's very important to note that Emmanuel Acott did not play in that first game. There's he was there. not there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been there since, and they haven't lost. Um, and he did hit a big game winner against BYU. Mm-hmm. Not that he was the star of that game. Ray J. Dennis has been amazing. Abu Kijav has been great. Derek Alston is coming along. You know, he hasn't quite been 
the you know superstar i think we were kind of coming out and expecting like oh nemus Kata and Derek alston they're gonna be look so good and eh, you know david jenkins yeah. oh, some of these guys have been a little disappointing we maybe in the played, first couple of weeks that we were but, um, when he played very well he did he did yes 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 so so i don't know what do you think about them like is the houston game their top 20 team is that just an aberration like here's yes. the thing if your best player scores no points like that's a, a and also Really, really Houston bad is team. probably a top ten team, and Houston is probably going to be a top five team pretty soon. Yeah. Houston is really good, so I think that's another thing to keep in mind. It is, but State single loss. I get it. It's a single loss by ten, but I'm just saying, like, if your best player gets nothing, like they've only played four games well, because now every single player has COVID on their team. So all fifteen players, University of Houston, because they postponed State in Houston State, Rice, UCF. They're probably not playing Alcorn. They're probably not playing Temple. It, I Wait, don't know they if, currently all have it. I thought I thought you know, Kelvin Sampson had said they all had it in the past. I must have misunderstood. Um, that let quote. me double check. But I looked at my. Let me check the Chronicle. He said Chronicle, but I saw something Yahoo where it said every, fifteen players. I know in June they paused activities for all sports, but that was like, yeah. I I thought maybe they had all had it in the maybe past. That's what he meant. But 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 again, I saw I saw in in passing as well. Sorry, well, this is not a Houston podcast, so I yeah. didn't do my homework for that. I just remember we're chatting about it. But but here's the thing: you play, whatever yeah, 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 they yeah, may be out true. for a while. That's unfortunate for what happened. But yeah. here's the thing: I'll just say your best player can't be shut out. That's a coaching no, thing. No, 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 no. Like and that's a problem. It is, and you know, and it's also. It also is maybe did we need confirmation that Kelvin Sampson might outcoach Leon Rice? Like no, <laughs> Kelvin not. Sampson's a pro, man. So I'm not too surprised that Boise State lost that game. I was a little surprised how it looked. It ended up, you know, 68-58. But if you watched the first half of that game, it was like, oh man, this is Boise State team is not who we thought they were. And and they've along since then and i think they are who that i think that this is the second best team in the conference i don't think that it's an at-large team necessarily but i do think it's the the second best team i just don't think they needed that houston win if they didn't get the kansas game they needed that houston win uh to have any shot i think and so unless they you know sweep san diego state and viejas which Mm -hmm. Is not gonna is not gonna happen. Uh, then, well, quick clarification, because yeah. that bugged me. I'm looking. I'm looking at headlines. So, like, I'll see some yeah. places say Houston coach Kevin Sampson says all 15 players on team tested positive for COVID or have had COVID. It's that they have had it at some points. Okay. Okay. But they have enough right now where I think eight or nine. Um, oh man. Let's see. He expects two or three other. Okay. Let me read this exactly. Here's explained to the team which hasn't played since December 5th, has been practicing with just six players the past couple of days. He expects two or three others to be cleared in time for Sunday's game. That's the 21st, so I guess it could be playing. Giving Houston eight or nine players for the contest. Remaining players on the team haven't been cleared yet. So every single oh, player okay. at one point has had it. It's just when you read through what he says, like, yeah, we have COVID. Like, it's kind of the past tense. Like, Fox News has the one of the main – I'm looking up the top main articles, like Houston Chronicle – Couple TV stations, Fox News says entire Houston's, which you're being sensational, which we know what you do there, but it just <laughs> says, I was like, wait a minute, because I see another headline which is in the same vein. Because a local thing says all UH basketball players, some coaches have COVID, not have had COVID. Fox News says all players, the entire men's team have oh, it. Man. It's basically everybody's had it at some point, but it's just okay. a it's just a weird wording that I want to get out there, but it's just odd. But they're a good yeah. team. Games have been postponed. But like if that's the only loss, it's fine. 
Uh, but you're right. Like, yeah. I don't know what at large would look like. Here's why I could think they could sneak in because Ivy League's not playing this year. That's one bid right there. True. Uh, so there's one. Um, that's kind of the only thing I got there. But I'm just saying, like, that's a possibility for. <laughs> I started to think anybody else not playing. Anybody else? No, no, no. But, like, we'll see how the committee goes because the football one is a joke at the moment for what they're doing. But yeah. The problem is, I think the West Coast Conference is the one who's going to end up stealing some of the, like, not stealing, but I think, like, the A10 is real deep and the West Coast Conference. So really? I think some of those, like. why is not getting out large bid? Come on. They're, no, they're, but, no, but like Childs, they're, San Diego State, when we talk about them, they're going to beat them by 15 points. Easy. But St. Mary's, maybe, or San Francisco, I don't know. San Francisco beat Virginia. Yeah. San Francisco, San Francisco right. also lost to somebody else. Uh, they beat Nevada, though. I don't know. San We're Francisco's not, a pretty good team. Uh, Pepperdine's fine. Maybe they won't get it. But A10 is going to get a few, and I'm not sure what the committee's going to do. You're right. It's it's a mess. <laughs> so. But when you say West Coast, WCC's getting a lot of bids, I think four. And because three is like their max, they're, oh. get, they're getting two, maybe three. The, but also, Pac-12 is g- hot garbage, so not that's true. The Pac-12, the Pac-12, and and the SEC isn't great either. They're going to get Missouri in. They're going to get Tennessee in. Kentucky, Florida? we'll see. Florida, we'll see. Yeah, um, probably, probably Florida. Um, I don't know how their season is going to be affected, um, but you know, we'll we'll see. LSU could come along too, but but. Yeah. Anyway, we've got one more team to get you here. Boise, Boise State is going to be, I think, the second best team. I think there's a clear gap, though, between yeah. everybody else in the Mountain West and our only ranked team in the conference. Should be higher. Number eight, number 18, right, uh, in the AP? And 20 coaches pool. Ugh, those coaches. Uh, yeah, number. so we got number one in our hearts, okay. uh, San Diego State, with all 110 points possible, a unanimous vote from our staff. It's good stuff. Not man. hard, not hard, folks. Good job. No, like they, the easiest thing to they answer on this. Crushed UCA, who's terrible. UC Irvine's usually okay in the Big West, beat them easily. Uh, CSU game postponed. Pepperdine, we get that's their biggest, that was probably their biggest test. They were trailing at halftime. They were down. What, what did they do? They came back. They showed up. They, they won the game. Pepperdine's not a joke either. That's down a good 14. Win. Down 14 and come back for the win. And yeah. then they host BYU. If they win, this is a um, Saturday afternoon tip, 2 p.m. on CBS Sports Network at Vejas. This will be the first time ever they won back-to-back games versus BYU. And they've played a decent amount of times. Wait a minute. San Diego State, BYU? That's tomorrow. That's Friday, isn't oh, it? Oh, no. Excuse me. Yeah. Oh, boom. Ooh, it's yeah, because I, t- I, I so, I'm, so I'm, I'm off of work on Friday. Me too. So I, need to, uh, I was going to say, uh, I might actually get to catch this game. I'm excited. That's right, my bad. I, I see 2 p.m. Pacific and figure that's a Saturday game. But no, it's Christmas. No, <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow is a super good day for, for daytime basketball. So Aztecs are 63% favored to win this game in BPI. They're projected to win by about 7 or 8. The line's 7. Like, BYU doesn't have Viola Childs, so they don't have that out there. Like, last year... Like, it would have been so fun. Like, for my work, like, it would have been amazing because we covered BYU. Our station yeah. airs all their games. They could have probably right. gone in the deeper. They beat Gonzaga last year. Mark Pope's first year. Mark Pope's the best coach around. I don't care what you say. He's amazing. He will take over probably Cal Perry pretty soon, just so, just saying. He'll be out there, SEC job or something. Or NBA coach will come get him because he is in the league. But, like, this team, he's a good coach. He's amazing. Like, the, real, the biggest thing, honestly – like you see his videos post game, like he's the biggest motivator out there. He's a oh yeah, energy no, he's guy. Great. 
And, and, and it seems like the players love playing for him. That I mean, you, I don't think you get to take guys like, uh, you know, Jake Toulson and all the guys he brought from Utah Valley. I don't think those guys follow you to BYU well, Jake Toulson, if they don't, like, love you. Toulson was BYU, UVU, BYU. Right. That's so right. it's like, yeah, that's okay. the thing. It's like, because Coach Charles is like, well, it might, if you want playing time, like a, you're not getting cut, but we appreciate it if you could leave an open scholarship. And then he goes out and beats him the next year at home. <laughs> you view, oh, but like, I love that. They had the weird USC it. loss. I don't get that. But, but BYU did. But like overall, like San Diego State, like they're yeah. Matt Mitchell. Yeah. Everybody they have. There's no reason they should lose to BYU. Like it should be no. a competitive game because BYU is not bad, but they're not like they do need clearly. The one player they need to look out for is um, Alex Marcello, who's amazing guard, scored about 17 a game. Yeah, he, I don't think he's going to get 17 a game no. against. San Diego State. I'm just saying, like he's leading the team. Like he's um, yeah. what the one thing they don't have is rebound. He also leads the team rebounding. So it's like uh, your guard lean rebounding, just like Nemus leading the team in assists. They, oh man, they they're not big enough. Yeah. They're too small. San Diego State is going to 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 crush them on the boards. Um, I think I think that this game is we 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 saw how BYU played at home against Utah State. Close. Now, now, right, close, and they barely pulled it out. San Diego State is a much better, much more complete, much more ready-to-play-right-now team than Utah State is. Well, and they're... Too. Yeah, exactly. And so, I, you know, I think that you see them barely beat Utah State. You see them lose to Boise by just a little. So that's the level BYU is at, right? They're kind of right between this, you know, they're kind of a third or fourth place team, maybe if they were in the Mountain West, right? Yeah. And so I think uh, I think San Diego State is going to run away with this one. I want to just say I am really impressed with Jordan Shockle, mm, yes. and I'm also really impressed with Nathan Mensah. Um both of those guys coming in, Nathan Mensa, not just a defensive stud, but also on offense. He's been great. That's a huge development for this team, and it's one of the reasons why they're picking up right where they left off. I will say, BYU scores a lot of points, so this will, I, while I think Aztecs can win a lot, Aztecs are scoring a touch more than they have in the past, they're eclipsing 70 and 80 points, or 80, I guess, the one time versus ASU, who, again, lost UTEP, so that win lost some luster a bit, but this team, if this was been Aztec team, even like three years ago, I would say yeah, the defense is great, but BYU would still find a chance to win. If this turns into some sort of shootout, Aztecs are capable of hanging around. I think this will be possibly maybe the best offensive team they've played this year. Arizona State's decent, but I think this might be the biggest. Do you, do you, am I, do you think I'm close on that? That this is the best offensive team the Aztecs have played. Yeah. Uh, they score a lot of points. That's my point. Like well, yeah, they, they do, they do. Yeah, no, I'm just looking at Arizona State, and I'm tr- I'm still kind of clinging to this idea that I like them. Um, but I'm not sure if I do or not anymore. UCLA certainly when points. San Diego when San Diego points. State played UCLA, that was not yeah. you know that's not the same UCLA team here. So yeah, I would say BYU might be the best offensive team. Colby Ross is probably the best offensive player. Mm-hmm. That they've played with, you know, in that Pepperdine game. Yeah. Uh, but Alex Barcelo, man, he is really good. But I don't know. I don't know. I think that 
<laughs> I think that the physicality of the San Diego mm-hmm. State team is just going to push BYU around, man. Like, Rolly Worcester was getting up in their face. I'm pretty sure <laughs> San Diego State oh, is going to be able to handle these guys physically. Yikes. And I think, I don't know. You know, I don't need to apologize for BYU like no. maybe you do. I'm not sure. No, what I'm, your oh, no, all, no, all I'm saying is that they are not as good as last year. They're still a good Like, if we look at the wins, I think it would be – well, they haven't played a ton of games. It's hard to tell at the moment. But non-conference game, I put them probably a touch of a Pepperdine. Right in that range. I think about right, they're about Pepperdine level. BYU? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I say that. I range. think that's about right. I think that's about right. BYU, Pepperdine, St. Mary's, San Francisco—they're all kind of floating around in this. They could all finish second in the West Coast Conference. They two, could all be good enough to get a, a an at-large bid. Two or to six. They, two to six. <laughs> yep. And it's like you know the Mountain West is all about that. So yeah. Anyway. So it'll be a fun game. So tune into it on CBS Sports Network. Like I think they maybe win by ten-ish, ten to fifteen points. But again, the main difference so what, for this team is that. They can actually score, so if BYU gets hot, they're not going to be a team where, oh, crap, we can't score because they go on a 10-2 run and we're stuck. Yeah. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. All right. Is San Diego State a Final Four team? I'm going to say too early to tell because it's too early to tell. Okay. I I should counter your question with a question. Is there going to be a Final Four? (laughs) Ooh, see, that's a a good question. I would – they're good, like (laughs) – There's, I love San Diego Union Tribune because they love their ASIC basketball too much to a degree. Did you see the article the other day about can they go undefeated? Hey, is it, huh, huh, nudge, nudge? Are they going to go hey, undefeated? I mean, I'm like, dude, they're 4-0 or something. Or I think maybe it's right off the ASU win. So, like, they have BYU, St. Mary's. So, the non-conference schedule, schedule, as we noted before, is really good. Like, it's filled with some upper-tier teams, some solid teams. Yeah. Um, I mean – it's possible. It's not. I mean, because you look at it, it's like okay, if they beat BYU, which I I I'm pretty confident they're going to. That St. Mary's game is, I'm uh, not sure. About you the, know, but I think they the should. It's not about the same it's, it's BYU. A, Maybe yeah, touch it's harder. about the same. I don't know. I'm not. It's neutral. It's not at home. So I guess if Where's you know, if you want to look for a reason, uh, let's see. Let me hover over the thing. Uh, it is in St. Louis Obispo. Why is that? Oh, uh, halfway County. between. Oh. oh, yeah, right, right. No, you. I think you're right. Moraga, I believe, is in Santa Clara County okay. or close enough to it. Yeah. So what's um, their, so what's their toughest? Like, I'm looking non conference schedule. Is their toughest games really at Utah State? They get Boise at home. Um, yep. Like, is that their toughest one in middle of the middle of next <laughs> month? Hey, New Mexico and West Texas. Yeah, I mean they they kind of yeah they got Utah State and Air Force. And and UNLV away, you know it's like these no. are winnable. These are winnable games, dude. Man, but we'll see. Undefeated. I'm calling it undefeated. I'm doing it right now. See, there we go. There we go. You want my hot take? I was trying to give you a chance, Thank man, you. to have a hot take. I <laughs> gave you the final four thing on a setup. Hey, that, there we right. go. Undefeated. Too Perfect. soon, man. All right, so we'll get back um, sometime next week. We'll promise. Well, it's Christmas week, so I can't promise that now. But we'll be back yeah, within. We'll Ten to twelve days. <laughs> it's like your yeah. doctor says. Like, call us about, call back in about a week and a half to see where we're at. Exactly. We'll but, be back in the holiday seasons somewhere. <laughs> exactly. And also, this show it's a bit longer. I hope you appreciate it. We wanted to give every team some love, and so I know. Here's the thing, too, Andy. I'll say we went reverse order, so the teams at the bottom. As we start the show, oh, we can go eight minutes here. We can go nine minutes here. <laughs> yeah, okay, three minutes Utah State, two minutes Boise State. You teams, teams at the top, you'll get more love as the season goes on because. 
we won't talk about the bad teams later on as much. That's the truth. That's yeah, all we're we'll saying. Just, well, yeah, you know, we'll have Mountain West games to talk about. Yeah. So we'll just talk about how the good teams are beating the bad teams, and yeah. it'll be great. <laughs> we'll get to that. So we'll see how any games get postponed, canceled. So stay up to date on the site, MWR.com. And yeah, um, have fun. And we'll say right now Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate or not. Stay safe. And yeah, stay always, safe. We're always here for you at MWR.com for some hoops talk and everything else.